Hello and welcome to the CGF Sustainability Podcast Series. My name is Louise Chester and I work in the communications team at the Consumer Goods Forum. In this series, we take a deep dive into all things sustainability, from forced labor to plastics, deforestation, food waste and refrigeration. As I'm currently out of the office on maternity leave, today's episode will be brought to you by a special guest host. Thanks, Louise. Hi, everyone. My name is Madeline Vanderhaven, and I'm also on the communications team at the CGF. I'm so happy to be hosting the CGF Sustainability Podcast while Louise is off having a beautiful baby. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with the two co-chairs of our Food Waste Coalition of Action. Brittany Furrow is Vice President of Health and Sustainability at Ajo Delahaye's, and Francisco Cordero is Manager of Global Sustainability at the Kellogg Company. And they have some food for thought about how to stop food waste. Francisco and Brittany, thanks for joining me today. Uh, thank you. Good morning. Thanks for the opportunity to, to speak with you today. Happy to be here. Thanks for having us. So congratulations on kicking off the Food Waste Coalition this month. As co-chairs of the coalition, how does it feel to be starting this journey? It, it's exciting. Um, it's exciting to have a platform as big as CGF. Uh, it, it feels that we can actually make a big difference. So it's an exciting time and it's a challenge moving forward. I think it's an interesting time to take on a co-chair role too, um, as CGF has transitioned to the coalitions of actions. I've never been a co-chair before, so I'm looking forward to the new experience. Food waste, all the topics CGF works on are so important. Food waste in our industry is obviously an undeniable challenge. And to take on a co-chair role at the, the moment when a coalition is launching, it just seems like we're sig signaling a new era of obligation to, to demonstrate action. And hopefully we can help lead the, the coalition in, in, in making progress. So looking forward to it. And you're definitely right when you say that you know, this is a, a really important and unique opportunity to start making progress on this work. It's hard to believe that one third of the food produced on earth goes to waste, especially when one in nine people worldwide goes hungry every day. Can you share with us how we got here? Um, sure, I think there's clearly multiple reasons for where we are. I think two, two big ones are probably awareness and safety. Um, I think, you know, a lot of people don't realize how much waste is being uh, created. Um, others don't understand also in companies or have never measured the amount of that waste and the cost of it. Um, but also I think um, another uh, reason is, is safety. There's some confusion about, you know, the different dates when when food is uh, is good to eat. So you have the sell-by dates, the best-by dates, the uh, use-by, and I think some of that confusion as well has contributed uh, on the consumer level. Yeah, and, and Francisco, I think there's, you know, food, food waste, I think I mentioned earlier, remains to be an undeniable, you know, challenge and something that the, the entire world um, is focused on improving. But I do think it's important to acknowledge, like, we, we have made progress as an industry, and I think a lot of that has been through our, our work together with CGF. And we're certainly not starting from, from scratch. I know a number of mem member companies are, are doing great things to prevent food, food waste and loss. I think one of the challenges for us is, as businesses is it's, you know, we, we naturally measure things that create a financial value for the company. So I can at least speak for a retailer. We certainly know what's going out the front of our doors um, because those are sales directly for our company, right? But sometimes it's the things that aren't as directly connected to sales that it's hard for us to, 
to measure. And, and certainly you could make the argument that there's a lot of um, economic and, and value loss when food goes goes to waste. But it, and we've certainly at Awful Delays, one of the things we've appreciated is the, the progress that CGF has helped propel forward just in terms of standardizing how we measure and um, how I know we have a company has have embraced measurement and reporting and public disclosure. Um, and that's kind of foundational um, as it's almost cliche these days, but you know what we measure, we can performance manage against. So I think it was back in 2015 when we as an industry first embraced the global food waste and loss standard for reporting. And, and I know CGF was instrumental in that. And I think most member companies follow that standard in terms of consistent measurement and reporting. Um, and that was around the same time too that um, the CGF board approved our, our ambition to cut food waste in half amongst member companies um, by 2025. And that's something that collectively we're, we're working against. Um, and then I think also, you know, I mentioned kind of we're good at measuring where the sales dollars go, but it's also, I think a lot of companies are starting to embrace measuring food waste and loss and getting, getting smarter about how we understand the, um, the value that's being, being lost by food waste. And CGF, I think, worked with Champions 12.3 on a study to actually validate the, the economic savings from working on food waste. So I think it was something around for every dollar that a company spends, we estimate a savings of, of about $14. It's a huge challenge and no matter which statistics you look at, it's definitely a global challenge, but progress I think has been, been made. And, and I think that's where the focus of the, um, the coalition now on just further expanding the measurement and reporting and getting companies focused on action now that we have these these standard ways of measurement and some proven business case that there's economic value to be created as well. And it's so it's so important to talk about those numbers too. I think one number that really shocked me, you know, as we were getting prepped for the Food Waste Coalition is I learned that the cost of food waste is $750 billion a year. It's just a massive trillion dollar loss, which is just, you know, it's astronomical. So when you say it's a massive global issue, I think it's kind of an understatement. And the coalition has an ambitious plan of action laid out for its members for the next 18 months going into 2021. And the first, which you kind of already touched on, Brittany, is committing all members to publicly reporting the food loss data by the end of next year if they don't don't do so already. Why is public reporting an essential first step in reducing food waste? We actually had, I think it was just about two weeks ago, we had several CEOs participating in the launch of our coalition. And I know we just had some good discussion around the, the CGF board meeting. And I heard some consistent, consistent themes and also both from Dave and, and Max, our, our CEO sponsors of the Food Waste Coalition. I, I think up, up front, I can just tell you from Ahal Delay's perspective, we are fundamentally believers in greater transparency. I think we owe that to all of our stakeholders. And if we take on a topic as we have, like food waste, and committed to take action on it, we feel like we owe some public transparency on that. But I think internally, where we've really found value in it is it, it's, it's a catalyst for action. And so if we want to cut food waste in half, we have to measure it and, and we need to report on it. And and so we, we as a company, I can just share, we, we not only report annually in our, in our annual report on food waste, internally we do quarterly reporting. So we report food waste and a bunch of other things along with our financial results every quarter. 
and knowing that that leads up to then the public disclosure at the end of the year. We've been doing that since around 2017. And it's just, it really has united the entire company around taking action. And so as a retailer, you know, all of our operators, every store gets a report internally on their, on their food waste efforts. We actually also started incentivizing management around food waste and a couple of other, a couple of other topics. It keeps us accountable and, and I think it's what's expected from our customers and, and all of our different stakeholders. I mentioned earlier that we have the, the food waste and loss standard that we can leverage that helps give us some credibility in, and confidence in what we're reporting and that we're following a third-party standard. And we're excited about the work that WRI has been doing. They're putting together a platform called Food Atlas. And I know we as a coalition are still learning more about it, but it creates, I would say, a, a third-party um, platform where companies can embrace reporting together and we can all report on the same platform. And I think it's being developed um, by WRI in a way that's really insightful too, so that it's not just about reporting out, but you also get insights back. And so you can understand kind of what your improvement opportunities are, that then again, you can take those internally and start to drive actions with it. So I think more to come there that should also give companies some, some ease because reporting is sometimes can be uncomfortable sometimes, right? And so I, I think it's being designed in a way that, that really gives companies a, a comfortable place to start reporting information. Thanks, Brittany. Any thoughts on that as well, Francisco? Yes, and I, I think I, I agree wholeheartedly with everything that Brittany said. I would also say on the Kellogg side, the, the reporting had, uh, and public reporting makes us, you know, more accountable. Uh, but also it's a way for us to start building the business case because uh, the information that we report and we collect allows us to communicate internally and externally of the value of measuring and, and, and also linking not only um, the material that we're losing, but also to, to the bottom line. Exactly. And the second commitment is for coalition members to scale up the 10 by 20 by 30 initiative. Can you tell us what that means? Sure. So, you know, in the 2015 United Nations General Assembly, the countries agreed to 17 sustainable development goals. One of them, uh, SDG number 12, it's about to ensure consumption and production patterns. And the third target under that goal is target 12.3, which is a request to cut in half the per capita global food waste at the retail and consumer level on that. And then um, as, a, as a way to accelerate and achieve this goal, the, the Champions 12.3 is a coalition of executives and governments from governments and businesses across the world that have convened to try to accelerate that goal and make sure that we reach the target. So um, the 10 by 20 by 30 initiative is an initiative where 10 of the world's largest food retailers and producers um, are requesting 20 of their suppliers to have their food waste by 2030 uh, on that. So it's a way to you know, build this request into the supply chain as well. I actually just received this week the request from uh, Ahold uh, to Kellogg to be one of the 20. So we, we are looking into being one of the 20s uh, within the, the request from Ahold as well. Yeah, thanks, Francisco. We worked we worked feverishly last week to get the requests out. <laughs> um, so yeah, Ahal Delhaiz um, was one of the original ten that joined uh, ten by twenty by thirty, and I would say that it's a 
it's not limited to 10. I think they actually had 12 original and probably have added more in the last couple of weeks. Um, but there's something catchy about 10 by 20 by 30. And I would say simply put, what it means for retailers is I think engaging with our suppliers and asking that they that they join us and that a lot of the I think original ambitions of CGF members and some of the things that we agreed about back in 2016 or so was was around cutting food waste in half in our own operations. But as we know, there's waste throughout the supply chain. And so I think the idea is, you know, for in this example, Ajo Delays would like to work with Kellogg's and our other suppliers and engaging them and working with them on their food waste, which we know Kellogg's and many others already have really strong programs. And then I think the idea is that that then Kellogg's engages some of their suppliers. And, and so it kind of cascades through the supply chain, the engagement on food waste and loss. And the real kind of tactical ask is that is that suppliers and companies join and follow the target measure act mantra. So set targets. The goal is, is to globally cut food waste in half by 2030. Measure, and I would say measure and report. So measuring progress against those goals, publicly reporting. We've talked about the Atlas tool that I think a lot of CGF members will opt to report into and then act. So taking action and, and reducing and, and driving performance. So I would comment too, I think there's there's a number of different efforts within food waste. Um, so there's some different regional programs and things too. Um, we don't really view this as, a, as an additional ask. I think it's really well aligned to what companies have already kind of agreed to and the, the goals around the SDGs. And it brings us together into one program and leveraging Atlas. I think it'll be a natural fit for companies to work together and then leverage that third party um, Atlas platform to actually do the, do the reporting. So yes, we just sent our invitations out to suppliers last week. <laughs> it's great. You're already taking those steps. You're fulfilling the name Coalition of Action. Finally, coalition members are going to engage to reduce post-harvest losses. What will that look like? Well, I, I would say that uh, we're defining within the coalition post-harvest losses as losses that happen between the harvesting of the food and the production uh, process. Um, there, that, that percentage varies, but it can be up to 30% depending upon the region. Uh, in regions like Europe and the United States, most of the waste happens at the cons consumer level. So after the consumer buys the product in most of the rest of the world, it's before that. Um, in Kellogg, we're doing a couple of things uh, to, to help in this area. For example, we use uh, what we call ugly fruit uh, for the filling of Pop-Tarts and, and other, and other uh, of our products. Uh, it's really something that, uh, you know, it's, we call it perfectly imperfect fruit. So it's perfectly good to eat, but it doesn't look as pretty. So it's not something that makes it all the way to the consumer sometimes. Uh, so that is, that is one of many actions that can be had. It, it's, a, it's a hard, uh, hard area to work with because of uh, the, the, the amount of, um, you know, different uh, groups and processes that the food goes all the way to the consumer. Uh, so it's a challenge, but I think at the production level, uh, we try to uh, help in terms of how we schedule our inventory, how we produce and, 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 and make our food, but also a little bit on uh, being conscious about the any ways that can happen during uh, trans transportation to and from our facilities. 
And I, I think Francisco did a nice job of, of explaining what we mean by post-harvest loss. And I know it, it's a, a newer area, I think, that the coalition will be exploring. I, I think just transparently, it's, it's, an, it's an area, I think, as, as a retailer and, and myself as a professional working in sustainability and in charge of food waste, I think it's a difficult concept for us to operationalize and kind of understand how to take action on it. So we're, when we think about food waste from the point of harvest all the way to human consumption, there's lots of different things in there resulting in loss, whether it's on the farm or in the food processing plant or, and a lot of the topics that typically come up for retailers is about similar to Kellogg's having kind of an ugly fruit and veg program where we're not declining product from a quality assurance perspective because it's out of spec. There's also a number of things talked about around whole crop utilization and can you purchase a whole crop and and I think areas for opportunity too, when you think about produce suppliers and perhaps CPG companies. So just as an, uh, an example, of, you know, we, we sell multiple varieties of fresh tomatoes and we also sell spaghetti sauce. And those are typically different types of tomato specs that go into the production of those products. But, you know, I, I just, there's, I think a hypothesis out there that we could be collaborating better as an industry or buying differently that would that would minimize losses and i can share you know my personal experience both with my current employer and, and past employer I've, I've been in a number of processing plants and a number of fields and and just you to witness how product gets culled and pulled out of the line in a processing plant or how things are kind of laying on the on the field and and don't even get harvested because i i don't think they would produce much value for the, the grower you, you can see it and it's real, but to be a retail business and try to figure out how do I engage and work through the supply chain and all of that, it's just challenging. So I, I struggle with it myself and I think it, it just reinforces why I think it's so important that CGF and the coalition is taking it on because the, the spirit of collaboration and, and learning and sharing amongst member companies, I think would be very beneficial. and. Certainly it's something I'm looking forward to learning more about as a co-chair and from companies that have already figured out how to, how to go after it and take action. Um, I'm, I'm really interested to learn more about it. Francisco, I see you nodding while, while Brittany's speaking. So I think you're both, I think you're hitting on a, a common thread and, and you're, you're, you're speaking to exactly what I want to know from both of you. I mean, you're all both obviously passionate about this issue. You're both taking this as an opportunity to act, to learn, to make, an, to make a difference. Even though this is, as, as we've been talking about, it's a big issue and there's lots of challenges involved. So what, what keeps you both inspired? Well, I think um, specifically to the CGF coalition, I think for me it was very inspiring in the last week or two. Uh, the calls that we have with the CEOs and the support that you see these companies showing. Uh, and there was never a pushback. Um, there's always a challenge to keep moving forward and stuff. So I think it, it's, it's great to see global companies uh, collaborating uh, at this level. So I think that is really, really uh, motivating to see that the, there's not only awareness, but there's now ownership uh, of the problem. Yeah, I'd agree. I was... Um... I took on the role and was was excited about it, um, but I think also just in the last month or two, getting to know uh, Dave and Max, our CEO sponsors, just the the passion, enthusiasm, and time that they've dedicated to the the topic. It's just it's 
I find it energizing and and I can certainly speak you know for our CEO at Auto Delays and, and Franz's engagement. I, I think to hear that passion and conviction from CEOs, I think is keeps me motivated. I think from a, a business perspective, it's you know across all of the sustainability topics, we always work together on how we make the business case and those types of things. I think this is just it's just clear. I was at a in a session a couple of years ago where I saw a president of a, of a different business kind of stand on stage and he had a big jumbotron behind him and there was a big, an image of a big pile of cash and, you know, everybody's gathered and it's kind of like, oh, is it, is it payday? Like, what are, what are we excited about? And he, um, it, it was all teed up to where it was, a, it was a video and the pile of cash was lit on fire and, and burned down. And, and that was his introduction to talking to people about why we wanted to um, start reducing food waste. And so I, th I think, you know, the business place case is absolutely clear. From a, from a personal perspective, my son turns five in just about a month. And, and I think, you know, we talk about the people in the world that um, go hungry while we all know the statistics of how much food we produce, we should be able to feed the world. And for me personally, my inspiration really comes from, you know, no child should ever go hungry in this world. And if there's a role that we can play in, in helping to prevent that together, I, I, I think about the Feeding America partnership that we have in the, in the United States and just some of the personal, real personal circumstances that I've learned about from different people or different food banks and food pantries over, over the years. There, there's a, a real challenge out there. And if we can help be a part of solving it, why wouldn't we want to do that? So... Those are just some of my thoughts, but looking forward to, to working with the coalition. Lots of thoughts, but very well said. Well, thank you so much for speaking with us today. It was great to hear from you and hear about the exciting work that's coming up for the Food Waste Coalition of Action at the CGF. Well, thanks for having us. Again, it's, um, I'm excited to be a co-chair and get to work with Francisco and the, the CGF staff and all of, all of the members. Um, but thanks for having us, and I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much again for the opportunity to, to speak with you today. And uh, I really, really appreciate the, uh, the opportunity. All right, Brittany, Francisco, goodbye, take care and best of luck. If you would like to find out more about the CGF and our work on sustainability, you can visit our website at www.theconsumergoodsforum.com. If you like this episode, please do subscribe to the podcast for more episodes coming very soon. Thank you and see you next time.